Time for our Local Hero Spotlight with Phil Corman from CISA, the Local Hero, folks, and Nate Clifford of Cornucopia. We have your longest-term employee and the history of the store, Ian Stewart, on just a couple weeks ago, who was the natural healthcare go-to person in all of Northampton and maybe the Valley, who just recently retired there. But we're going to focus more on the Local Hero aspect of what you've got going on. Thanks so much for your help sending him off. That was wonderful. It was wonderful to get to chat with him for a while, too, about all the great work he does. But... For those who might not be familiar with Cornucopia, it's in Thorns in downtown Northampton. And what's the brief history and overarching mission of Cornucopia as a market? Yeah, I mean, Cornucopia Market is one of those places that started in the 1980s and sort of that first wave of natural food stores trying to bring whole foods to the community. Just uh, Oh, do you mean Amazon? Oh, yeah, not that whole food. <laughs> no, I mean, before whole foods stole the, the, the term, it was just about eating real whole food. That was grown locally and and was actually nutritious for you and not processed. So we have attempted to continue that tradition and also in the really rapidly changing brick and mortar retail space, we've trying to rise to that occasion as well. And it was started by the Stockwells, Bud Stockwell and his wife, whose name escapes me right Uh, now. Sydney Flum Stockwell, yes. Bud, who I got to know very well over the years and then taken over by you when? Uh, So my wife and I bought it in March of 2019 and we're just sort of this yin and yang of experience and also a lot of marketing experience and stuff like that. We had a lot of lofty goals for the business and we, we still do. Those lofty goals interrupted by a two-year-long pandemic. Yes, which is now over. Is it? We're I, wearing masks even though we're in the studio together. <laughs> just going to keep saying that. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, no, I, I am uh, more realistic than all that. But <laughs> I love the way you were self-describing this journey of your entrepreneurial. You, you had looked for where you wanted to open up a health food store that was going to bring so much to a community. You found Cornucopia. It was the right time, right place. Then you had a shift to like, okay, now I own a business and I'm employing five to 10 people and we're trying to be open every day, you know, more than 10 hours a day, seven days a week. And then the pandemic hits and then all of a sudden you have to be flexible and you have to keep things going. And that goes on for two years. So how would you self-define now? Well, yeah. And just to be clear, when we bought the business, we had 26 employees and I went from, it was a very shocking experience of going from like, I'm just this, I have all these dreams and lofty ambitions to you have to, you know, uh, adhere to protocols and understand how to make a, a nice, healthy place for people to work. And and make sure people feel safe and, and comfortable in their positions and all of that too. So yeah, then basically the first year anniversary of the business was this announcement that it's uh, an official global pandemic and having to close for three months, the, the building that we're in, Thorns, closed for three months. We did just curbside and delivery and that we basically had to lay everybody off and then we brought a few people back and it was all very traumatic, just like every all a lot of small businesses have been experiencing. Shifting that from just dreaming to just really hitting the ground hard and realizing that we just have to make this business survive and figure out exactly what it is to the community and then continue to provide that for the community. And then at some point, we'll continue to morph it into, you know, Nate and Jade's dream store. But ultimately, we just need to make sure we're okay. And everybody who is still working for us is okay. So right now, I am, I think I am now a decent CEO. I understand protocols and I I take the best aspects of corporate living to just make sure that the structure of the business is something that people can feel really understand, that really, that they understand their job and that they get why they're there. But yeah, I, I, I pour my all into this store to make sure that it's still there for the community and 
that we have what the community is looking for us to have. As we move into the next transition here, you have been able to start moving on some of the values that you've always had as you're exiting from a day-to-day -day survival. Just even practically having staff time and having a great person who's focused on local farms and local sourcing. Yeah, you know, the unfortunate part of not being able to bring back all of those staff and then eventually having them move on. So we had to find new people. We found some amazing new people. So one of the people is a, a man named Tim who has taken on the produce department in a way that was something that I always sort of dreamed of. But I was the de facto produce person. I just went with the easiest possible way to keep the veggies coming in and keep this the case full. He came in and immediately shifted the focus to Red Fire Farm, Winter Moon Farm, and Pine Hill Orchards, Park Hill Orchards, just all of these really great local farms. And he's upped our business with them incredibly. And it's really shown in what we are providing for our customers. So I'm just really proud of that effort. And all I did was get out of the way and tell him I want to focus on local. And he, he's taken it from there. It's been awesome. As we were mentioning with Nate Clifford from Cornucopia, that Cornucopia for decades has sort of led the charge when it comes to this natural, whole, organic food movement. The United States has come a long way since the first days of Cornucopia. Does that work out in Cornucopia's favor? Or do you think it sort of dilutes the pool to a certain extent that you can now go to Walmart and get organic vegetables if you want to? Or is the fact that Cornucopia led that charge and still has that niche an advantage? I've been in this world so long that I sometimes forget that everybody doesn't eat this way. I forget that it's like 15%. But ultimately, from a business perspective, it's definitely good to have more saturation in th with these products. And like you said, in places like Walmart and even Whole Foods and the wonderful co-ops that we have in town, bringing um, all of these local products and organic clean products into people's faces. I I also am heartened by the fact that because we are a member of a group called Infra, which is Independent Natural Food Retailers Association, we're able to have pricing that is really competitive. And actually, a lot of the times, you know, we're fighting a lot of that mom and pop is expensive thought process a lot. And if you really look at our prices compared to our competitors, we are sometimes even better, certainly better than a lot of the prices you'd see at Whole Foods. So we're very proud of that. And I think the other part about a small business like yours, Nate, is that I could actually ask a question of a person who works there and they actually know what they're talking about. It's a little cheesy to say, but we are we are a curated selection. We have to be. We have 2,500 square feet to try to offer basically what a full service grocery store offers. We try every product before we bring it in. We really have a history with the product before it ever hits our shelves. So yeah, we are really hands-on and involved with every single item that's on our shelf. And it makes a huge difference to the customer service that we're able to provide. And nine times out of 10, when I'm in Cornucopia, Nate's behind the register there checking somebody out. So if you go right to the top, if you've got a question or an issue, and there he is right there. I absolutely love being at the register. Maybe it's because I am a little adverse to all the administrative work I am forced to do, <laughs> but I, I love communicating with the, the customers. There's this feedback loop that I just absolutely love. I'm very much a people person. So being at the register for me as a CEO seems it actually makes the most sense. Nate, you are a firm believer in the work that CISA does for our local community. You know, when we were, when we had the renewal member put in front of us this year, I said, you know, we don't, we don't have any extra money. And I have, have cut back on a lot of my other spending. And this year you have a sliding scale. And I said, we're going to go bigger than the sliding scale because wherever we're at, there's a lot of businesses that are in a lot worse shape. So if you have an extra penny, give three of them. Um, we don't want to be in a situation where we survive and all of these great organizations and farms and businesses around us don't. It would not be a success if that was the case. So that little bit of extra money 
even when we don't necessarily have it is it felt like the right move. Nate, I'm so glad you mentioned that because this is the third year of the pandemic and the third year at CISA that for every business, farm, small food store, restaurant that wants to be a local hero member, we're doing a sliding scale literally from $1 up. And because of your generosity and other people's generosity, we're actually able to bring in the same amount of resources as we always have from the members. And so it is about the community of business and farms standing together with each other to allow us to make sure that we can all move forward together. Nate Clifford, who's along with his wife, Jade, part of Cornucopia 2.0, taking over that legacy downtown Northampton anchor in Thorns Marketplace and continuing to bring incredible, local, fresh, whole foods in the truest sense of that word to downtown Northampton. Bill Corman from CISA, the local hero folks who are supporting all of our local heroes up and down the valley. You can find out more at buylocalfood.org.